Well, I'd like to welcome everyone to Relentless Pursuits podcast. My name is Sean Claybrooks and I am the creator and the host. Today, I am so excited. I have an outstanding guest today. I wanna just tell you something about this guest, more than something, I wanna tell you several things about this guest. She's a remarkable woman of Central Alabama finalists. She's a best-selling author and a speaker an international certified life coach. She's been doing life coaching for over 30 years. She has coached women not only in the United States, but also in Africa, in Kenya and Zimbabwe. She also coaches children. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree with a double major in marketing and management. Today, she spends her time helping parents and educators empower and encourage children to dream big about their future selves. Her latest work is the Born to Be Affirmation Coloring and Activity Learning System, which has been featured on CBS 42. The focus of that system is fostering healthy esteem, self-esteem, and resilience in children during their formative years. Today, I present to you Michelle Griffith Davis. Welcome, Michelle. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I love how that sounds. I just love it. Oh, yeah, that's all you. That's I know. All it's it's unbelievable, but it's God. It really yes. is God. Yes, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you are just busy, busy, and productive. You know, it's a difference between being busy and being productive. Well, you are a productive woman of God. So, again, I just wanted to say thank you. You You're know, welcome. Yes, absolutely. You know, as a child, I'm sure you know this as well. Our formative years are so essential to the productivity of our lives. And I understand your story begins with childhood memories of your mother. Can you share with us about that? Yes, yes. My mom had me as, as a teenager. Mm, My okay. teenage mom was a she was a dreamer. She wow. was born in St. Croix, Virgin Islands. And she told her family her whole life that she wanted to move to the big city of New York and finish school, go to college and become a nurse. Wow. And instead she ended up, she had me as five other siblings. Okay. But what made it so special for me was that in the hospital after I was born, a nurse, God had a nurse give me an affirmation and a silver coin and made my mom promise. I mean, mm. back then we didn't call them affirmation, but right. I really believe it was my gift from God because what she made my mom promise her was that she would tell me all my life that I was born to be successful, that I was born ah. with a silver, um, a silver spoon in my mouth. And that's what the coin represented. Wow. And my mom, I mean, my mom, she did tell me about it. She told mm. me all the time. And I knew it was God because I didn't have a dad. I grew up in the projects. I grew up on government housing. I grew up, you know, not having a whole lot. 
but I had my coin. Mm. And so because of that coin to think that my mom celebrated my life with that coin and that affirmation, it motivated me to do well in school. It motivated me to have a dream that it didn't matter with all that was going on. I had the belief in myself to understand that I was born for something better. Mm. And what made it so powerful, what my mom didn't understand was she was helping myself talk. Wow. So you That's said your mom, she was mom. helping yourself talk. Talk about that. And that's so important because, you know, you go, you when you live in the hood, you go to schools with teachers that cannot relate to you yes. and they're overwhelmed. There's so much hurt involved, so much trauma involved when you go to school and they mm. know you don't have what they have. Right. And, um, I remember so many stories, especially the one with my brother in the third grade. He was told by a former teacher that he will never be nothing. Mm. And that became his self-talk. Right. right. And in the midst of everything, he believed it. Mm. And I remember, you know, you go to school and teachers are telling you what you don't have, what you need. It really does affect your self-talk and what yes. you believe about yourself. Yes. And yes. self-talk is not something that you even know you need, but it is a healthy, it's something that that is that that is so important that it can be with training, even as adults, we can do better and we can become better. Yeah. And, and the funny thing you said, sometimes we don't even know um, that we need we need help in that area. And you're absolutely right, because sometimes we don't even realize what we're saying to ourselves. Sometimes we have no idea what we're saying and believing about ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And especially when times are hard. Mm. Yes. You know, because for me, my my mom would have these moments of conversations about my life when we didn't have a lot, when we didn't have light or we didn't have food or we didn't have Christmas. Mm. When she didn't have Christmas presents under the, the tree, she will remind me mm. that I was born for greater. Born for greater. And it just brings tears to my eyes because she knew that the road was going to be tough for me. And it was almost like God just spoke to her to help me to not become a product of my situation. And as a result, I ended up being the first college graduate in my family. In your family? In my family, my entire family. Mm. And when I think back, what made the difference? Why would I go to, uh, you know, go to college? Why would I be motivated to push forward? All I can think about is my mother. Your mom. And what she had put in me during my young years. Wow. And, you know, it really was the thing that motivated me. So I'm your mom. mom, yes, your mom, a woman, right? And I understand um, you've had the opportunity to minister to women all around the world. 
And I know you think about your mom when you do that, but from your international experiences of coaching women in Zimbabwe and Kenya, what was your message to those women? Okay. I love that question, Sean, because in my life, mm -hmm. the, it, the message that I tell women every day is to love God, but please don't leave yourself out. Love yourself too. Yes. And we focus on the love yes. of God. And I think as women, mm. especially black women, we got that nailed down. We yes. know, we grow up knowing how to pray and going to church. Yes. And yes. God. But the part that we don't mm. is loving ourselves. And that honestly, whew, that is a sermon in itself. It is. We're not taught how what it means. We're not taught mm -hmm. how to do it. And literally, we as women, God has given us a very challenging role to be a mother, to be a wife, to be the to-do list. We are the nurturers of so many things, emotional things, that if you leave out the love yourself part, yes. you will lose yourself. And that's what we do as women. We sacrifice our lives to make sure we bring excellence to these roles. And then we wake up, we're 60, 70 years old, and we have done nothing for ourselves. Mm, and so my yeah. message um, in Zimbabwe was love God, but listen, learn how to take time, put yourself on your to-do list every week. Right, right. And that's absolute, that's good because sometimes people can be in dysfunction for so long that when normal and healthy shows itself in their life, it's labeled as something else. Because for so long, people in the church, in the church, women in the church, um, some have felt it was a sin to uh love yourself and put yourself at that list. Or or what about that? What about that two-letter word no? No, right. Right. That that's that's an expression of loving yourself because for so long we put everybody and everything in front of us that we neglect to see what's inside of us that God put there for us to be a blessing to so many people. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why the self-talk is so important because what's natural, Sean, mm -hmm. is to say, I can't, or I'm not good enough, or to compare ourselves to our friends. Yes. And that's, as I mean, it's so natural to be negative with ourselves. Yes. So that's why it's so, it's, it's such a, um, we need, we need to understand that bumping into I can affirmations like I can I want to it's okay to make a mistake mm -hmm. we have taught these things as a young age for some reason even if it happens once it sticks with us right because it's so godly to give grace to ourselves that's true. And and there are classes on math and English and all these different things, but you don't see classes in a school on self-esteem. 
getting children at a young age and building that self-esteem. And that's what I love so much about your work and your passion and your mission. And now when you would go to Zimbabwe and to Kenya, were there children there also that you ministered to? You know, there were, it was mainly, we were all so young, uh -huh. <laughs> mainly moms. Moms, okay. There's a lot of moms, a lot of young women, and the children were older. And so the work we did with children was a lot of um, feeding the homeless, bought, um, okay. sending, getting clothes from America, shoes from America. And we did a lot of just serving the serving. kids okay. and bringing what we had from the States because mm -hmm. we had them to yeah. get the kids. But you know what? It was very strategic on your part because when you do minister to the mom, Right. You're ministering to the kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, just, you're going in and you're ministering to the mom and that's going to flow through that kid. Exactly. And so would you say in the United States and in Africa and in other countries, the need for women is still the same, although still, we're in different places? It is, Sean, it is still the same because as women, again, we were created to, to be mothers. And we mm -hmm. do, we know how to love our kids. It's in us. Mm -hmm. And so what we need help with is reminding that the emotional support is mm -hmm. almost more important than what you could give physically. Absolutely. And Absolutely. we tend to spend our time with the home and the, you know, making sure they have what they need. But it's that two minute connection, a conversation with our child. When we walk into the door, just a two minute connection of looking into their eyes and telling them, I love you. You're awesome. You're great. Just sharing something positive with them. Mm, That's all right. they need. Right. That's all they need to say, wow, mom, that is amazing. And that's what they're going to remember. Those memorable conversations of my mom had that one line, Michelle, you were born to be great. You were born to be successful. Those yes. couple of lines, that's what I remember when I think about my childhood. See, now that's, you're, you're blessed right there because so many, um, they remember and we all remember, right? Yeah. And, but there are some, their memory is not that beautiful. Right. They, they remember you can't, you won't. Yes. You're going to be just like your no good dad. You're going to be just like your no good mom. You know, they remember that. And, and some children, their ability to bounce back from things, everybody's ability is different and their capacity to handle. Some can go on and move on in life and still succeed. Others, that type of uh, language and those words cripple them. Exactly. You know, so that's why what you're doing is so outstanding. And I know um, what you're doing had to come from a passion. What do you believe the passion for the Born to Be Project was birthed out? Like, do you have a personal story or an unexpected painful battle that you'd like to share? Yes, 
I love that question because oh. of course we grow out of pain. Yes. And for me, my oldest daughter, my beautiful, smart, talented, creative daughter started uh, by the time she reached high school, she was um, went to camp and ended up coming home with Lyme disease, which led to a mental illness, which led to her becoming disabled. Mm, young, young. Very young. All this started at 14 years old. So Born to Be came out of being a caregiver, watching her for 15 years struggle because I, because I had an affirmation, my daughters, both my daughters had affirmations. Mm -hmm. And so just watching her struggle for her dream, just her sense of self through her disability is it was just so painful. Wow. So your your purpose was wrapped up in challenge. Mm -hmm. So the thing that you're called to do was wrapped up and, and some would say hidden in a challenging situation. So that that's like we have to take a step back sometimes and look at challenges in a different way, would you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's an opportunity for you. A challenge is an opportunity for you to um, really to pivot and, be, mm. and see what God has for you. Because mm. I am a naturally positive person. Right. Through my tears of watching my daughters and them being around me, I had to learn how to pivot. And at mm. first it was very difficult because Sean, I'm, I hate who, I mean, I hate waiting. I hate mm. changing my mind. When we have a plan. We want to see the plan, you mm -hmm. know, unfold. We don't want to have to wait or, or, you know, we don't want to have to delay it. And in my pain of, of watching, taking care of her, being a caregiver, seeing how much mm. God had changed her life. There were many lessons for me. The lesson of being submissive to God's plan and, mm. and understanding that, okay, this is the situation. God still commands that we have joy, that we yeah. have purpose, that we have love. And so one day I was just praying well, really, one day I was just looking on my dream board, my vision board, and praying through, God, what do you have for us to do? What do you have for Jacqueline? And in my mm. prayers of, you know, for her, I went, I thought about my mom in the middle of it. And I thought about what did my mom do? She encouraged me. She supported me. And... It was in those thoughts and also a divine connection to give back because I was trying to figure out how can I give back yeah. to my community. I thought about, well, I was born to be. I was born to be great. So I said, I'm gonna do a coloring book called Born to Be. 
And maybe mm. I can encourage moms to sit down and color and mm. I added activities to help them with their self-talk so the moms would know what to say to maybe these conversations could give this child a memorable conversation, a connection that they will remember. Wow. So in your challenge, which some people become stagnant in their challenge and they become stuck and they never move um, out of their challenge, you pivoted. Right. But I did become stuck at first. You did. I, okay. I did. Okay. I that's where the pain comes. Hmm. See? Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> so let me go back. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was stuck. And I would say I was stuck probably for those 15 years Ooh. of her being sick because I was I didn't know what to do. It was a it was a challenge. But then mm. in being stuck, there's so much pain and heaviness because there is a lack of acceptance that God has given this to me. There was a lack of that connection of God has given me this challenge. God has given this challenge to Jacqueline. Guess what? God still has great plans for my life. Right. And so in order, the pain did not move until I turned my pain into a blessing. Until you pivoted. And it when I pivoted and decided, <laughs> instead of being stuck and feeling, you know, ashamed and feeling bad and and just wallowing in this stuff, I'm going to pivot and become a blessing. And honestly, that brings me to tears because that's exactly mm. what happened. I decided mm. that I was going to be a blessing that I was gonna this that I was gonna own that God has given me this for my good and that I God knew that I could handle it, that Jacqueline could handle it, and I created this this coloring book. I didn't even know how to create a coloring book, mm. but I created it as if it's you know, it started out with cards and then God said turn it into a coloring book. And, and I'm glad you didn't talk yourself out of it. Cause sometimes, you know, we get an idea and it's God inspired. And someone would say, well, that's stupid. A coloring book. Exactly. And it's but so you easy. Didn't. You, you didn't know, talk yourself out of it. But you know what? It's so easy to downplay your dream because it's yes. you. Yes, right? absolutely. Absolutely. And um, you're right. It is when you think about it. I when I think about that coloring book, my my little coloring book. I am amazed at how much God blessed it. Mm. Mm. Because I didn't know how to do it, but see, I was okay. pivoting. I was pivoting. I knew I needed to create create it. Yes. And so by the time I created, of course, I was afraid to show it to people. Yes, yes, there we go. Uh-huh. But you know, that's another piece. People is another piece that you have to deal with with your self-talk when you pivot. So you created this coloring book in your home? In my home. You created this. I created it. You got the name for it. 
you you worked on it and I, I know worked you, on it. I know you prayed and the Lord showed you what to do, take this away, add this, do this. And and then it came a time where you had to present it to people. <laughs> exactly. Right? How did you do that? Oh my how did God. you how did you get past that? That's the hardest <laughs> piece. <laughs> that is the hardest piece because you know, I remember showing it to my family. I mean, honestly, I was so nervous to show it to people. You know, I showed it to my family, mm -hmm. and of course, it's hard to impress your family. Right, right. It's hard to impress your family. They just looked at it. That's nice. Yep. Showed it to a couple of <laughs> church folks. They weren't impressed. Uh-huh. And, but then I showed it to the right person. There you go. There you go. You have to tell yourself, I can. Mm. You, I believe in it. Right. And you have to tell yourself to keep going and to find the person. The truth is, once you create it, it's all out. God is going to already line up people. Okay. Mm. Just like you and I met. Yes. That's God a story. Is already <laughs> lined up the people that's gonna look at you and say, that is amazing. I yes. want one. Yes. And as I started selling them, I bumped into a school administrator who ordered 750 copies. 750 copies and 50 of my copies. book. But see, you were obedient to create what you saw and what was coming up in your heart, in your home, you were obedient to do that. And that was faith. That was your faith. You were actually walking by faith because sometimes people think faith is just speaking, but without action, it's dead. So you was creating, you were creating and you created and you were faithful. And at the same time that you were creating, God was lining up divine connections and people who would find favor with what he gave you to create and you were faithful to keep going and this administrator ordered how many 750 copies mm. but what what's so encouraging i love the divine connections mm -hmm. because what encourages you is as you make those steps with your project yes every step brings a blessing mm. like when we met in Haddonfield oh yeah as soon as I met you and I told you about my book what was the blessing Michelle can you be on my podcast yes yes and, and I'm so just out. What what did I tell you that day? I said, after we met and talked, we're just in the store shopping. And I knew I ain't had no business shopping. Girl, I ain't need nothing. And I'm in there shopping and I'm looking and hmm, I don't really see anything. And boop, we bump into each other. And we start talking. And after we got done talking and we made that connection, I said to you, oh, I know why I was in here. It was with you. I ain't supposed to be shopping. I was in here to meet you. Exactly. Divine so, connections. It's, it's the divine connections that honestly, you don't have, that really, you don't know anything about. That's mm -hmm. none of your business. That yes. just comes from God. That just comes from God. And I think you just have to believe that if God gave it to you, you already have everything inside of you to make it great. That you have everything you need. You have right. the resources, you have the money, 
And that's something I did learn as I put my book together. Wow. That I had everything I needed. So what, what would you say to someone that they have a dream, they have a project they've been working on, and it just looked like it's not going to come to pass. Nothing has happened because they're in the midst of some really tough challenges. What would you say? Wow. I, number one, I've been there, so I understand. But I would say that you have to, the first thing after you pray, you have to work on it a few minutes. Just tell yourself, I'm going to do five minutes of day on my project. Yes, yes. Just start with a, I'm going to work on it for a few minutes a day. Yes, yes. Don't add a time limit because mm. the time limit will overwhelm you. Absolutely, absolutely. And I didn't have the money to create this book. When I found the illustrator, I didn't have the money at all. Mm. But I worked it out. I could afford $20 a month at the time. And so mm -hmm. I worked it out. I did a page at a time. This took me about a year to create. Mm. I didn't just up and do it. It took me right, a right. year to have the resources to put my book together. So I think that you just have to really um, just walk by faith one step at a time, one day at a time. Tell yourself one day at a time, I'm going to, you know, going back to that, um, putting you in your schedule, the self-love mm -hmm. in your schedule, to put you on that schedule. And in your schedule time, even if it's an hour a week, I am going to work on my project. Right. And that that's a biblical principle. When you're saying that, what comes to mind is when you're faithful over little. Over little. Yes. When you're faithful, Love sometimes it. we want much, but right. we're not doing anything with the little because we're despising that small beginning we're despising what looks like it's really not much you know it, it don't look like this could become anything but you didn't do that so you were actually operating in biblical principles of faith and not despising your small beginning and you were being faithful to the small thing so tell us about the actual system. Tell us about the coloring book. And if you have some things to show us, yes, come on, oh, tell us about goodness. it. Well, again, another divine connection. Um, what happened to me after I sold the book to the school, Alabama was looking for the most remarkable woman for 2021. And my book fell in the hands of a person Fell in, fell in the fell hands. Fell in the hands. Okay. <laughs> I love God. God says, this woman is going to have this book. Read your bio. Turn it into a letter to nominate me. To nominate Michelle Davis. Okay. And it's so, it's so crazy because you don't know what you have in you until God honestly gives birth to it. I mean, even doing podcasts or yes. being on television, <laughs> what? And yes. so she sends this letter in, sends this letter in. I'm at work doing my day job. I get a phone call from CBS 42. 
<laughs> They're calling me, calling me, calling me. The phone is lining up. Wait, 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 wait. You, I have to say this. You didn't pass out. You didn't. You didn't hyperventilate. Or, or wait a minute. No. When you answered the phone and they said it was CBS, was you like, mm-hmm, stop playing around? I was shaking. Oh my, my, my. And my. then for them to proceed to say, someone sent a letter, and you are one of our four finalists. What? My God, I knew it was God. And so, and I also knew I was answering a call. Like when God does it, he does it so big. You know, mm. you, it, I mean, so here I am on television and talking about what I had done in with this book project. It just, oh my God, it just encouraged my soul to keep going and wow. to keep going and it, not to focus on the naysayers, not to focus on the people who didn't purchase it or who yes, didn't yes. believe in me. But guess what? I'm going to be on television. And you know what? Sometimes people, they don't have the capacity to believe in you That's and right. it's not you. Right. I, I'm learning, you know, don't take it personal. It's oh. not you, but but it does. It, it can get to you. But, but I'm learning sometimes people don't have the capacity to believe in you because they've never experienced anybody do something, create something, and it becomes something. So they don't have the capacity to believe because their environment has shaped them not to have the capacity to believe. Exactly. But when it's done. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. You know? And, and I agree with you that people don't have the capacity, but also sometimes you don't even know that the relationships in your life are even hindering who, who you are and who you are to become. Because that was another reason why I decided to do my coloring book. I had chosen to be in, in this environment that was very negative and very, um, it was just very negative for me. Very small minded and you know, and you know who you are at the end of the day, yeah. no yeah. matter what, God speaks to us all. His voice is, a, it, we're, we know God's voice. Yeah. Our body tells us what we need to be doing, but it, you're right. You know, you have to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. So important. Because so important. It is so easy to be negative and do mm -hmm. nothing. Yes. Most people do nothing. That, that's the easy part. Right. Do nothing. To do nothing. Do nothing, say nothing, believe nothing. Believe nothing. Don't that's take don't take no step, no action. That's the easy part. That's the easy part. And sometimes we do get comfortable. It's easy to be sucked into that oh, and to be comfortable around that. Exactly. But I am so glad you just, you made a pivot. You changed your mind. You were faithful. You kept doing what you needed to do. So this administrator, I got to go back to this question. This administrator that ordered 750, did they put those in schools? They put it in, yes, yeah, she bought the copy, purchased the copies for her pre-K programs and her elementary school students. 
Wow. And then she proceeded to have me do a parent meeting to teach them how to use the book. I mean, what outstanding. What outstanding. Me. I mean, I was so excited. And honestly, it was those steps of encouragement that kept me going, moving forward to this day. So it's a, tell us about, it's a coloring okay. book and. And so the biggest thing that happened to me after I was on television was that a company, a good friend of mine had a company. It's a GDD marketing company decided to help me market it. <laughs> there go another, another connection. Another and through that company, we came up with the Born to Be system that is really take, will be, honestly, it will be for sale by December 1st. By December and, 1st. Yeah, by December 1st. Um, the Born to Be Af Self-Affirmation System consists of a coloring activity book <laughs> with a pack of positive words and character cards um, included. We also have a family vision board for connection so that the whole family can dream. And the positive and character anchor cards are really cards to help the family or whoever the caregivers are to just instill affirmation and positivity in, in their space. Wow. It could be one minute a day. It could be, wow. it could be whatever you want it to be. It could be just on their birthday. But to create a memory so that there will be um, memories of positivity, positive conversations. Okay. So I, you know what, that needs to be a part of school curriculums. Yes. Absolutely. I, I believe, I believe God with you that that will be a part of school curriculums all yes. around the world. Yes. And I know that you recently relocated to New Jersey and I just believe something is going to open up for you here in New Jersey with the Board of Education. I, I'm believing that with you and, yes. and I'm speaking that. Yes. And I know that you're in agreement that that yes. will come to pass. Yes. Um, that is outstanding. How can someone get the book? How can they look up? Give us your contact information and how we can keep in touch with you and to follow what you're doing and order copies of it. Yes. Okay, my website is www.empowertodream.com. www.empowertodream.com. Okay. And so when they go on there, they'll see everything they need to they see. They will see everything they need to see. And uh, you can contact me through my email born to be greater 19 at gmail.com born to be greater 19 at gmail.com wow 
thank you so much, Michelle. This has been outstanding. And I just want to leave you with a scripture and it's 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved sister, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. You have truly been an inspiration and a motivation today. Um, and I just thank you for making that pivot. I thank you for not staying stagnant. I thank you for just going forth and just believing and being faithful over the little. You could have become so discouraged and you could have um, become stuck in why me Lord why my daughter why I have to go through this why 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 but you turn that why into purpose you turn that pain you know into a process and a promise fulfillment that God never leaves you he never forsakes you and he's going to be faithful to that nurse that ministered to your mom he's going to be faithful to your mom's prayers and your mom's belief. So it has just been a delight to just hear from you today and sit at your feet. I believe doors are going to just open for you, doors that you could never imagine. And I believe that the Lord's going to restore all the years that the canker worm has eaten away from your life, all of the disappointments, all the anxieties, all of the questioning. I believe God's going to put a divine period with his joy in your life. And I'm excited and I thank God that he ordered our steps that day to meet each other. And so again, thank you. I love you. Um, and just anytime you need anything, don't you hesitate to reach out. And again, I thank you for being a guest on Relentless Pursuits podcast, because you have surely relentlessly pursued your dream in the midst of challenge. God bless you. God bless you too. I love you. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. Yes.